I told you that table was going to be too goddamn small. It's not too small. It is too small. We're too large. No. Speak for yourself. No, no, no. no, no, I I lost weight, so I don't want to hear nothing. Yeah, yeah. Yes. No, I did. I did. I'm down. I'm down about 20 pounds from last year. 20 pounds. Navonst. Yeah. 20 pounds Navonst. Yeah, even I was surprised at the doctor. Good for you. Yep. My cholesterol is good. Like, everything about me is good. Well, well, I wouldn't go that far. It's a physical doctor, not the mental doctor. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, what are you guys up to today? Hmm. Having allergies sucks. I hate the change in temperature. Honest to God, you know, a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> it got me really bad when we had those really hot days and then the yeah. really cold days. Mm-hmm. I actually, yeah. I actually missed a day at work because it was that bad. You know, I was that congested. Mm-hmm. Now with the freaking pollen actually in the air. Yeah, I'm. The other day, my head was so sore. I it, like, oh, it went from shit. 60 to 80 overnight. Yep. And I woke up this morning and, oh, my sinuses. I need a petrol bub. Well, for the first uh, time in months, I don't have to turn the heater on for Bill's Vajouche. Thank God. Yeah, it's... it's well, you still can nope. if you want. It's a little warm in here, and you still got your jacket on. I always have the jacket we on. We know that. It's, yes, you, you, we know. Yeah, I get, know, yeah, 90 degrees out for lunch. Jean jacket. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be at Disney wearing a goddamn jean jacket. I was jean. before, and I actually have pictures of me dipping my, my toes in the Pacific Ocean wearing a jean jacket. It goes everywhere, every time. Oh, uh, you're terrible. Oh, my goodness. You are terrible. That's terrible. So. You put a post on about Columbia House. Yes, I did. I I have a funny story about that. I went to college for, in 92, for a a semester, two semesters, you know, fall semesters where I I went. And uh, I didn't go back. And uh, maybe six, seven, eight months later, I get a letter from Columbia House. Saying I owe all this money for all these CDs I purchased. And the address was the address of the house I lived at in Collegeville. Okay. So somebody there used my name and the address and got a whole shit ton of CDs. Well, this is this is before identity theft was like really a thing. Yep. It was, identity theft was much simpler. Yeah. I didn't yeah, I didn't uh I don't think I ever got from Columbia House. No, I, I, you know what? I realized I could never do Columbia House again, so I got all my CDs from BMG. Right. I did both. I just went to the local music store. Well, I did the, I did the, I uh, don't think I ever got anything. Comics was about the only thing I got in the mail. I got the, I did the, uh, you know, get six CDs for a penny. Yes. That type deal. I did that. And, uh, I, like I said, like I said in the post, I still owe Columbia House money. Yeah, my, my mom would Ooh. get the uh, the records in the mail, and it was hilarious to come home to a new record. She opened up, it's something like by Tammy Wynette, and then she would like glue it back together, put the clothespins on it, put it back out in the mail. No. Nice. Well, yeah, because you had to return it in so many times, so she would she see what the album was. If she didn't want it, she would she put glue it on it, put the clothespins on it, and send it back. Oh, wow. Your mom's a legend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I, and I remember like new as like I would rip open like and I would rip open the album, the you know, the cardboard to see what it is, and she'd be like, ah, we don't want that one, you know. Depending on what they sent her, she's like, ah, we don't want that one, we don't want that one. That was kind of like with Netflix getting the the, the DVD, yeah, and yeah. then burning it. <laughs> and well, then I never, I never did that. That's illegal. No, 
I didn't do that. I knew somebody that did. Yeah, I never did that either. Yeah, I'm not. Honestly, I, I'm not smart enough technology wise to, to burn um, video kind of discs. The only time I do when I burn disc, well, I rip disc is when I, I buy one, then I rip it, put it digitally, and then I put it in storage. Right. Because that would be illegal. It would be illegal. Oh, my goodness. Hang on. I'm, I'm trying to find a good uh, list. Good list. Well, before, as you're doing that, we're going to talk about um, a sad event that happened. A few days ago. Oh yes, yes. yeah. A, the led the comedy legend, one of our um, my favorite actors, uh, voiceover uh, Gilbert Gottfried passed away. Yeah, and and oh my God, the man. I mean, I Johnny Crunch, rest rest in peace, Johnny Crunch. I mean, is this Chevy Nova? Yeah, I mean, I I absolutely, you know, and I've always said if someone could narrate my life, I want it to be Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> I, I love the man, and I love the parts that he played. He was in the third base video. Yes. For, um, I thought it was the Beastie Boys when I'm thinking, because I remember he was in a rap video. And, um, of course, in Ford Fairlane, yeah, Iago, he did that multiple times. He was the Aflac duck until someone got offended, and oh then he God, couldn't yes. be the duck anymore. And one of my personal favorite Gilbert Gottfried things. Now, he was a comedian's comedian. Oh, yeah. F- go on YouTube and seek out his version of the aristocrats joke. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah. Gilbert Gottfried's version of the aristocrats joke. If you don't know what the aristocrats joke is, it's a comedian's uh, joke. It's a joke. Comics yeah. tell other comics. Yeah. And the whole aim of the joke is to make it as filthy and offensive and oh, disgusting as possible. Boy. Just imagine Gilbert Gottfried oh, yeah. telling that joke. The only other guy I've heard that comes close to it is was Bob Saget. Wow. Yeah, I've heard there's a few that uh, that that do it really well, and also uh, Gilbert uh, reading Fifty Shades of Grey. I never. It's on. It's on YouTube. I've never it's, heard that. Oh God, it's it's hilarious. I mean, I mean, Gilbert is one of those guys that could read the you know you know anything at all and just. And I found out something today. I was listening to an interview of him. This this I, I absolutely loved. I guess Brett Favre did a cameo. Yeah. Right? And he was, you know, told, you know, cameos where you can go on, tell stars to read something for you. So whatever Brett Favre read was something about dealing with white supremacy. Oh, no. Right? And he, But he didn't know it. Right. 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 So I guess Gilbert Gottfried had something sent to him, and he read it, and all of a sudden he said the internet was kind of blowing up, that according to it, he was going to blow up uh, the Golden Gate Bridge on like August 11th. And it was. Wow. He's, he's, I have no idea how. Jesus. I remember him from Celebrity Roast Slot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was, he was good during that. Yeah. yeah, he was great on the roast. Yep, he was Hollywood Squares. Yep. At, at some point. Yep. One of my favorite co- uh, comedy specials of his was it was just called Gilbert Gottfried Dirty Jokes. Yeah. He's not doing bits. He's just telling joke after joke after joke for about an hour. And they're the filthiest, raunchiest, funniest jokes imaginable. The guy was a certified legend. It is it is really surprising me how much the internet, and I'm going to say the young internet, I mean the young internet, is surprised when now that he's dead, all of a sudden he's the most popular he's ever been. 
Yes. Yeah. And I'm seeing posts and things like, you know, did you know Gilbert Gottfried was on Saturday Night Live? Yeah. 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 And it's like, and oh, and he's actually using his real voice. It's like, wow. It's it's just thinking like you didn't like there's people out there that don't know these facts. Yeah. You know, I know Stern said something about it because Gilbert was one of his most frequent guests. I guess Gilbert was on the show something like 120 sometimes. Wow. So Howard, uh, I I don't have Sirius XM anymore. So I didn't listen to Howard right. and what he had to say about it. But I know he had made mention of it, and I'm glad he did. But, uh, yeah, the terrible, terrible loss for the comedy world. Mm-hmm. Rest easy, Gilbert. Yep. Okay, now on to some lighter fare. Yes. 1992. Wait, not yet. Not yet. What do you mean yet. not yet? That's not the lighter fare? Well, mm-hmm. That's going to be lighter fare, but it's, oh. let's not go there just yet. All right. I, I, I made a new purchase today. Oh, what'd you buy? Oh, I, I bought another base. Oh, okay. <laughs> another base. Yeah. What kind now? Uh, Music Man, Stingray Sterling. Okay. Yeah. So now I'm going to leave two at Chuck's and have two here. And... <laughs> yeah. But now the question is, do I leave the Warwick at Chuck's or do I leave the Music Man at Chuck's? I have no idea. It's... I'll keep the two black ones here. I'll keep the music man here. I actually got something in the mail myself, too. Three new hot sauces. Ooh, nice. From Hot Ones. Nice. And Pucker Butt Farms. Pucker Butt. Pucker, Pucker Butt Farms. Uh, yep. The classic, which is the one on their scale. Uh-huh. The Los Calientes, Ooh. which is a five. Muy caliente. And the Triple X Last Dab, which is their 10. Yeah, that's that's called ass on fire. I've already had it, though. I've, I've had it at, um, at game night. We brought in chicken wings. It's delicious. Oh, it is delicious. See, I like a good tangy hot sauce. I like a, as long as it's got flavor to it, not just heat. Yeah, Pucker Butt Farms are the ones that actually manufacture the world's hottest pepper, the Carolina Reaper. The Carolina Reaper. Pucker nice. Butt. Um, Pucker Butt, yep. And Dairy. Oh. You, you got to have a dairy if you're selling that <laughs> yeah. kind of that level of capsaicin. Yep. All right. Uh, hang on. Before we go into this, and before we go any further, I want to give an editorial opinion on Guitar Center. Okay. In Whitehall. Yes. Uh oh. No, don't. Uh oh. It might be a well, good editorial really? opinion. Oh, the uh oh is justified. Okay. I go down there today looking for a new instrument and possibly a new bass head because you see my bass head there that old pv mark IV. yeah it's old it's it it's still functional it still works i should probably should take it apart and give it a good cleaning you know clean the contacts and clean the pots and all that stuff so i go to guitar center the walmart of the music world what does something like that run back there that one there you can't buy anymore, but something comparable to that, if you want to go low end, you're looking three hundred bucks. If you want to go high end, considerably more. Oh goodness. Um quit your sniffling. It's not that side of a story yet. But Sean is his asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but um I go down to Guitar Center, Jesse and I walk in, and front they finally have stock in. 
Um, for, no, that's a bonus. For the longest time, they didn't have... Like, their guitar wall had, like, 20 guitars tops. Uh, there was one or two used pieces in, and there was, like, five basses. So I go back, and I start looking around to, you know, test drive some basses. None of the amps are plugged in. There's not a cable to be seen. Huh. And there's one dude working the front of the store. <laughs> so, hey, uh, can I help you? I said, yeah, I want to test drive some bases and maybe look at a base head while I'm here and yada, yada, yada. Well, 10 minutes later, I finally get a cable. Okay. 10 minutes later, I finally get a cable. I start playing a few bases. I play a couple of Jacksons. And I'm like, eh, not bad, but meh. Mm. You got to remember, I'm used to quality. I'm used to high end yeah. bases. So I take a Fender jazz bass down and I start playing that. I'm like, meh, not bad, but kind of muddy sounding. I want a little more punch, yada, yada, yada. So I pick up one Music Man Sterling. And the, f- the strings are farting out without even fretting a note. Okay. Mm-hmm. I pick up another one. Same thing. I try. I picked up four Music Man Sterling basses at Guitar Center. Not a one of them was set up to even be playable. And the Walmart of the music world had two, count them two, bass heads on the floor for sale. And they were both the same fucking bass head. So I took my business elsewhere. I went to I went over onto 191 to Guitar Villa Retro Music in Nazareth, and I found an identical Music Man Sterling to one I was looking at at Guitar Center. Set up beautifully. It doesn't need a single bit of adjustment for twenty bucks cheaper than Guitar Center would. Yeah. Fuck Guitar Center. Devil's Advocate. Supply on shit right now when you said about being out of stock and a lot of stuff. The simplest shit I can't even get. I, there was a time I couldn't even get fucking oil filters for the fucking most popular fucking Oh, I floor. get it. I, I get the supply and demand. And then, and then having one guy there, uh, well, that's another thing too. Well, no, I mean, no, no, I'm, no. There were more guys there. Oh. They were all congregated near the music, near the books, near the tab books. Yeah. Talking. See now that's bullshit. And the one guy, like the guy yeah. that was the guy, the, the guy doing repairs, he's doing repairs. Yeah. Okay. But and and also I I will say though if they have the fucking base out there on display, it should be set up and ready to go. Right. It should be at least playable. Yes. Uh, the one jazz, the one Fender jazz base I looked at. I don't know if the neck was bowed mm. or if the adjustment was just that bad, but. No kidding. There had to be a quarter inch between the top of the fret mm. at the 12th fret and the strings. Damn. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, terrible. Terrible. But yeah, at this point, fuck Guitar Center. But anyway. Well, I know what you mean about the not having this stuff out because when I went there for that amp. Yeah. I went in and there was no picks. There was no cords. Nothing was really plugged in. I was really there to get anything anyway, so I just was looking at, like, you know, features. Yeah. 
So, you know, but um, that's why I just asked you, how's an orange crate? Uh, the orange amps are really good. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I like the orange amps. Yeah, which I might get one day. You're going to stop playing guitar again? I never stopped. I still play now and again. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. I don't have the outlets in my house to plug a lot of shit in. <laughs> Yet. It's yeah, lot, I'm working on that. It's a lot of power. You need power. No, no, it's, it's tiny amps, tiny amps. You need power. At least not the only one suffering. I feel better. I feel you. Yeah, you both look like stir-fried shit. Ah. About time I look like you do every week. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Oh, God. You only wish you could look this good. Asshole. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. All right. All right, what do we got? 1992. 1992. Twas a good year. My first year in college. You young brats were just in seniors. No, I graduated in 92. My first year of college was in 92. So so at, in, in 1992, you were still in high school. Yes, but the fall of 92. Not yet, but it, we were still in high school. The fall asshole. of 92, I was asshole. in college. Asshole. I know, the, mean, I know you, the year. Listen, I know the year makes up you 12 mean, fucking months. You mean months. 91 was your first year of college? No. When did you go to college? I didn't say it was my first year. I said I was in college. I thought he said first year. Open your fucking ears, jackass. No. Oh, okay. Okay, you were in college. Right, fine. You got to start this show off on a bad note. So was I. Where do we get to this? Fuck, I'm not even going to mention half this Shut shit. Shut up. So, anyway, Pop was, what are you doing? Getting my phone oh, ready. Pop was all over the place. You thought Pop was a hot mess in 91? Holy shit, Pop was a hot mess in 92. So let's go over. So number 98. Okay. Let's Get Rocked by Def Leppard. Def Leppard are always on the top 100 yeah. somewhere. Adrenalize came out this year. Yeah. Don't get ahead of yourself. What? Shit. Yeah, he, don't, don't like get he, ahead of yourself. Like he doesn't know the format. Sorry. Ask him. Fucking rookie. Firehouse, when I look into your eyes. Oh, oh that's the other one. I uh, oh. that's the other Firehouse song I couldn't remember. Yes. Another Def Leppard. When have you ever needed someone so bad? Oh God, I haven't heard that in a minute. I haven't either. Oh my God. Ugly Kid Joe. Actually, I'm sorry. Seventy two. Ugly Kid Joe. Everything about you. There we go. Okay. Seventy one. The Cure. Friday. I'm in love. I love that song. Yeah. That now song. number thirty. Now and then the thirty nine. Nothing in that in the middle there. The thirty nine. Because of a certain movie, Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. I wonder what movie that would be. Oh, yeah. my God. Yep. I put this on. I know it's not technically a rock song, but he deserves it. Number 25, Diamonds and Pearls by Prince. Prince deserves all the accolades yes. he gets. Uh, 24, I know if I didn't put this on, Eric would give me the business. House of Pain, Jump Around. I jump around. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my go-to karaoke song. Yep. 17, November Rain, Guns N' Roses. Great song. Was everywhere yeah. in 92. Yep. And To Be With You by Mr. Big was the number 12. I love Mr. Big, but that song, that was there more than words. It was everywhere. Yeah. It was everywhere, and it pigeonholed, it wrongly pigeonholed Mr. Big as, you know, a generic hair band. But still that bass in the beginning. You know, yep. I mean, that was just... Just that... that, that, that Simple bass slide by Billy Sheehan. Yep. Now this, the top 10. 10. Just Another Day by John Sadaka. Who? John Cicada. Cicada. Oh. No, I think Sadaka is right. No, it ain't. Not... It's Cicada. No, it's Cicada. It's Cicada. It's not Neil Sadaka. That was in the 60s, you dumb bitch. Wasn't he the lead singer from Chicago? 
No, that that was um, that Peter Gabriel. Peter, no, Peter Chicago, Gabriel not Genesis. Genesis. Peter Cetera. Cetera. That's it. Fucking cold medicine. No. <laughs> uh, All for Love, number nine, Color Me Bad. That was a boy uh, band. I, yeah. I, hang on, I'm trying to think. I want you to know I do yeah. it all for love. So, so okay, Jim, yeah. Jim, you want to give us any comments on that one? Fuck you. Oh, okay. We're going to be that way about it, right? right. You know what? Maybe we should have his sister in. <laughs> uh, number eight, Under the Bridge by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Good one. Uh, uh, number seven, My Love. Where are they from? I think California. Oh. My Ale- Love, You're allegedly. Never Gonna Get It by En Vogue. That was a good song. That was a good song. That had a catchy uh, chorus. Never gonna get it. Yeah. Never gonna get yeah. It. Six Tears in Heaven, Eric Clapton. Good Beauti- song. Beautiful song. Beautiful song about a tragedy. Um, five Baby 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 by TLC that was the one TLC song when the whole hundred in uh, no I knew A2 Proud to Beg you know and I knew you know all, all Waterfall the, water, yes. Waterfall Baby Baby one Baby I, I don't remember me neither no I was doing other shit uh, Four Save the Best for Last by Vanessa Williams good song and she was in Playboy I think yeah, yes I remember that uh, Three Jump by Chris Cross so it's not the good jump uh, <laughs> it's, no, it's a better jump. No, it's the Mac Daddy. It's the Daddy Mac. I make you jump, jump. Yeah. Hey, they had a huge impact on music, and because of, because of them, everybody was wearing their clothes backwards yep. for thirty seconds. Yep. But it's interesting that jump and jump around. It's like came out at the exact same fucking time. Yeah. And then then what I think should have been number one. Number two is Baby Got Back by Sir Mix a Lot. Oh God! Wow. Love me some Mix a Lot. Yeah, that one got robbed. Because number one is End of the Road by Boys to Men. That is a good song. Where was Nirvana on that list with a Smells Like Teen Spirit? There wasn't. Well, because in January of 92, Smells Like Teen Spirit went to the top of the billboard. Who gives if, a if, if fuck? Nirvana was not on the top 100 at all hmm. of 92. Hmm. I think you're mistaken. No. I just read it today. Who cares? I'm sorry. Well, you were wrong. Okay, I was wrong. It's... It's Nirvana. He's judging me. I'm not. Nobody's judging you. Stop. You're, you're just, I am. You're just wrong. I, I am. I, 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 I said something. That, you know, you're saying Eddie Vedder. Here we go. And Kurt Cobain can't about sing. About fucking no, they can't. Okay. I tried three different occasions to try and listen to these bands. <laughs> whoa, 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 wait, wait, whoa, hang whoa, on, hang yeah, on. It's not. Hang on. Hang on. I'll, I Take will. Take a breath. No, I will shoot you down right here. I can do what Kurt Cobain does. I can do what Eddie Vedder does. I cannot do what Chuck Schuldner does. I can't fucking understand him. Doesn't mean it's not talent and it's not good. Don't look at me. Nope, don't even look at me. This is your argument. I had to hear this first. I'm like, tell him, don't tell me. It just hit me. I'm like, uh, fucking I, I, A. I, okay, okay. We'll even take Eddie Vedder out of the equation here. When Stone Gossard can play something off of a death record, I'll give Pearl Jam credit. Okay, we'll play. Guitar. Yeah. How do you know he didn't? Cause Just because you didn't hear it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Chuck, Sh- well, let if me a hear. tree falls in the woods, Schrodinger's no one's there. guitar. 
Huh? Schrodinger's guitar. <laughs> right, Schrodinger's guitar. If a tree falls in the woods, no one's there to see and it. Jim it still is, makes a sound. And Jim is still a cunt. Fucking damn. Cunt. Damn, we're going to have to edit that out. No, we're you, not. You got to put a bleep in there, man. But anyway. Just... No, 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 no. The talent level of the average death metal band is about 40 times <laughs> that of Nirvana. <laughs> Little boy. And 27 times that of Pearl Jam. Stop looking at me. I'm not going to defend your ass on this either. Well, I can't. I don't listen to this shit. I tried. All I said is I tried. So not many new bands this year. Okay. That were notable. Uh, One was the Atomic Bitch Wax. I've heard of them, but I wasn't sure. How the fuck did you hear them? I've never heard of them. I've heard of them in some magazine. Atomic. This one I put on. I've never heard of them. But I, I had to put this on for Eric's enjoyment. Formed in 1992, Black Messiah. Oh, God. <laughs> if you know, you know. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we, we, uh, we were going to form a, uh, a marital aid company. Okay. We were the, the, the flagship of the line was going to be the Black Messiah. Oh, my God. Powered by a Harley V-Twin. <laughs> yeah, so I, when I saw that name, I was like, wow, okay. Nice. Okay, a fight? Okay, Rob Halford. Yep. Rob Mo- Halford, well, not Rob Halford's side projects. Uh, Lordy. Lordy, okay. Uh, kind of goblin metal? Yeah, yeah, they're, I think they were from Sweden. They won They won Top of the Pops or something like that over there, too. Yeah. What the fuck is goblin metal? Uh, the, the, the dude looks like a goblin. Well, we're, oh, we're seeing a band like that. Kind of. Yeah. Guar. Yeah. No, no, no. One of them opening for them. Oh, Masuga. No, it's no. Not. Masuga's not on the bill. No, they're not on the bill. Necrogoblicon? That's Necrogoblicon, it. Necrogoblicon, yes. Right. Uh, one of my favorite bands at this time, P.O.D. Oh, good band. Yes. Yep. They, you know, uh, Sponge. Yes. Rotting Pinata. I, I, I don't remember why I know these. But oh, God, that's a good... That's Sponge? A, right. Well, at least say he says no, something. Say no more. Uh, Stone Sour. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now this is the original iteration of Stone Sour before Corey Taylor and Jim Root brought it back after Slipknot okay. broke. Oh, all right. Because um, originally Which, their their original band was Stone Sour, not Slipknot. Okay. But now you're saying so in '92 it wasn't Corey Taylor. He was with. No, I, I no Corey Taylor formed oh, Stone Sour That's in '92. Right. Yep. I, no, that's right. He and then not, Slipknot came after. Right, and he was not the original Got ya. singer of Slipknot. Got you. That's right. It's too early for Slipknot. This band you guys might not know, but I, Tito and the Tarantulas. Tito and the Tarantulas. Yes, I know Tito and the Tarantulas. Okay, yes, they formed. They were in the movie Desperado. And from Dust Till Dawn. And Dust Till Dawn. They got a big following because of Tarantino at the time. Okay. And they're very, I would almost call them mariachi-type music, but yeah, not really. Take a rock band and yeah. and marry it to a mariachi band. And you <laughs> to go in the train. It's good stuff. Great and, shit. And this year, Vince Neil started his solo project when he left and was replaced replaced by somebody Karabi. John Karabi. Okay, I was I didn't write the first name down. Uh, Lombardo uh, is replaced by Bo Staff and Slayer. Right. So Dave Lombardo leaves for the second time. Paul Bo Staff comes in for the first time, and uh, this is coming off of. Seasons in the Abyss, so they're getting ready to do, uh, what's the follow-up? It's not God Hates Us All, Divine Intervention. I think that was the first record with Bo Staff. Yep, so 
There's another notable thing that kind of happened, but we'll get to that when we do the list. Are What's you? that? Well, we'll get to that when we do the list. Okay. There's why? Because the band that is notable about is on the list. Oh. Jesus. Makes sense. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Fucked you up, didn't it? I need a pen. Thank you. Uh, I lost my freaking spot when I got that phone call. <sighs> Shut up, Mr. Gunn. closed everything again. All right. We're going to go with Rate Your Music. Rate the music. No, we're not going to go with Rate Your oh, Music. Shit. I don't like what number one Oh, is. God. We're going to go with Loudwire. That's where isn't I went. That, isn't that like... Uh, Loudwire. What? what, what? All right. Because he didn't like number one. Yeah. Cur- yeah. Well, yeah. It's our damn show. We'll do what we want. That's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number 10. Number 10. We have Faith No More with Angel Dust. Yep. That was a follow-up. Yep. That didn't do that well. Nope. My favorite uh, my favorite song on Angel Dust is actually a cover. Mm-hmm. Their cover of Easy. Yeah, I've never really given this a really good listen. It's a good record. Uh, it's It doesn't have the catchy numbers that the real thing did. Yeah. But, like, Faith No More's version of Easy is just fucking mind-blowingly mm-hmm. good. I love that song. Yeah, I didn't own this. Number nine, we got Helmet with Meantime. Has a Saw that on the list and never listened to Helmet. <laughs> right. Well, you've heard Unsung. Yep. Yeah. So that was the big, that was Helmet's one big Ging, hit. Yeah. Yep. So no, we got uh, Helmet with Meantime at number nine. Number eight, ugh, fucking Ministry, oh. Psalm 69. Oh. Love this album. First time I ordered CDs, I ordered Faith No More, Epic, and... Psalm 69, my first two CDs ever purchased. Hang on. Did I screw this up? Probably. Probably. Fuck off. Let me guess. You have the T's before the M's. No, I don't. It's somehow, I know Ministry was on this because I remember seeing it, but I, I somehow didn't copy and paste it to the list. Oh, you deleted it. Well, good. Good. But Min- it's just a great album. It no, is. it's not. Yes. I like it, yeah. No, it's with, not. With Just One Fix. Scarecrow is an incredible song. And um, the TV one. Now I can't remember the name of it. But TV. Well, there's New World Order. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. New World Order. I yeah. Know. Yeah. Scarecrow, I really love. That's like a, man, that's a, a good, thumping that's song. A good fucking. Uh, I think I, I can tell I was into my harder industrial in 92. There was like, you know, there was an edge to me. Yeah. I was all edgy. Psalm 69. Did you need another hot pocket? The way to succeed and the way to suck eggs. I never knew that was a title of it. I just knew it was six, Psalm 69. But yeah. no, that no, that's in the song Psalm sixty nine. Yeah, it's also the subtitle of the album. Yeah, but there's nothing written on the album. Who cares? Ministry's written on the side. I, I care. Well, you would. I don't like ministry. You guys could talk about ministry. I, I, we're done. Yeah, you right. done? Yeah, yeah we're, we're done. done. Okay. Number seven, White Zombie with Les Sexorcisto, Devil Music Volume Another One. Another fucking wasn't this awesome. their breakout? Yes, this was their breakout. This was yep. their breakout. Yep, this Thunderkiss sixty five. Yep, Iggy Pop. Yep, Thunderkiss sixty five. Uh, what the hell else is on here? Now I'm gonna fucking Black Sunshine. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, Dude. good stuff. Oh God, yeah. Uh, and this is like one thing you got to say about Rob Zombie is he's remained like very true to form. Yeah, throughout the years, yep. even from White Zombie to his solo stuff. Always the same sound. Zombie does what yeah. he does, and he does it really. Yeah, well. it was very. I mean, every. I mean, everybody was getting in. The industrial stuff was really starting to take off in '92. I he, guess it. It was according to my list. I'm telling you, it was. It was. I cannot. 
Right. Next, we have a we actually have a fucking good album. Oh, okay. images and words by Dream Theater. All right. Okay. Now, for those of you like like Bill who are uncultured swine, go on. I'm not going to de- debate that. Well, because you know you're uncultured <laughs> swine. Uh, Dream Theater is one of the best prog bands ever. Mike Portnoy on drums, John Petrucci on guitar, John Myung on bass, Jordan Rudis on keyboards, and Kevin Labrie on vocals. All killer musicians, guys that were educated at Berkeley. In fact, the band formed at Berkeley. Um, the current drummer, because Portnoy is not with him anymore. Right. Um, Mike Mangini is that was actually a, a percussion instructor at Berkeley. Wow. Uh, yeah, they're just it's such a great record. Images and words. Wait for sleep. There's uh, uh, pull me under. So much goodness on this album. If you're a prog fan, you you will know this album. Good stuff. All right. At number five. Fucking Rage Against the Machine. Rage, yes. <laughs> rage, their first one. Yes. This Should had the, have been uh, the last. This had the Burning Monk on the cover. Yeah, it, this is where they started. This is where, it, I mean, good. it's good music. I told you I didn't realize it was political stuff. No, okay? it's not. It is. It's not good music. It's good music. Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, I, no, I, uh, Two you, out of three say it's good. Yeah, well, here... My opinion counts for five. Oh, five. How's that? How's I'll, that democracy? I'll, I'll give you five. <laughs> <laughs> five for fighting. No, I've I, I've just never been a Rage fan. I think Tom Morello is vastly overrated. And I think he's underrated. Mm. Well, he's really good at using a kill switch and a whammy pedal. I'll give you that. We're not rehashing last week. And then it's, it's, oh, yeah, wait. Uh, well, Rage is on the list. It's going to be every freaking week. It's going to be like, <laughs> you know. What was on this? Was this? This had Bulls on Parade. Mm-hmm. And what the hell else was on this? I didn't have it. I'm just. I'm just I think the first one I got was Evil Empire. I, c- I couldn't tell you what was on it. I I have no idea. I, I can't stand that stupid rat face gets vocals. Was Gorilla Radio on this one? Possibly. I, I don't think that. I think Gorilla Radio was later. Later, maybe. But it was all good stuff. Uh, well, if, yeah. I mean, it's all in what you like, I guess. Yes. That was that song like. with the Nina, the Pinta, the Santa Maria. Huh? I am the Nina, the, the Pinta, Pinta, the, the Santa, Santa Maria. Maria. Yeah, you I see was, that? I had to play it in bands. That was. That's a pretty catchy tune. That's like has like a lot more funk to it. Hang on. I have maybe it is the Grand Renegades of Funk. No, it's not Renegades of Funk. Fuck. Wait, now now you're going to make me fucking think about that. I am the Nina, the Pinta, the Santa Maria, the nurse and the... Uh, wait, the something, the rapist. The it is. It has something to do with funk. I don't fucking know. Good stuff. No, it's fucking terrible. You can't go from Dream Theater and say this is bad. Yes, I can. But you shouldn't. Remember. Our motto. You know what? Remember our motto. Like what you like. Don't be a dick. I'm going to be a dick now. <laughs> I, I tell you what. I do got to give Tom Morello credit for something, though. It, it goes against my principles to give the commie fuck credit for anything. But have you guys watched uh, Lords of Metal on Netflix? No. No, but it's on my list. Everyone in that freaking headbangers ball thing is talking about it's, it. It's hilarious. It's hilarious and it's a feel good story at okay. the same time. Um, 
basically you got two kids starting a metal band in high school. Okay, getting ready to play a battle of the bands. Hilar- Renegades of Funk. Was it the Renegades of Funk? Okay, but anyway, um, I, I guess I was wrong, but I fucking hate Rage anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Timestamp that shit. He admitted he was wrong. It's getting edited out. No, it won't. <laughs> no, it won't. But um, it's a, it's actually a really good movie. I watched it, uh, I watched it, I think, yesterday, actually. Well, right. because of you, when you put that thing what you were doing, watching all the freaking movies in, in the timeline. Yeah. I never watched Agent Carter when it was on TV. See, I haven't watched it. I didn't watch Agent Carter either. I'm just but watching the movies. It's fucking good. I'm just, I, I've started it, watching. It's the, all right. I started watching the MCU in chronological order. Yeah. So. Which is kind of neat. Yeah. I'm up to Iron. We finished Iron Man 3 last night. Wow. Or night before. Right. Anyway. Um, where are we at? We're Rage, Rage Against the Machine. Okay. Yeah. Thank God we can move on. Number four. Rage 2. Oh, God. Stone Temple Pilots and Core. woo Oh, good. Now we don't have to talk about this when it comes up. This is such a good album. Okay, moving on. It's got no. one good song. No. <laughs> no. Dead and bloated. You're describing your, your current condition? Wicked Garden. Trash. Sex type thing. That's the one good song. Creep. You are. Plush. Wait, wait, I thought I thought Creep was by that um, that other fellow. No, this was before uh, who's a Radiohead. It? Yeah, yeah. I, I thought uh, Creep was TLC. Plush. Cause I creep, creep. yeah, creeping on the down low. Cracker Man is an awesome song. No, it's not. No, that, oh, I you, love that. You, you that's my. That that's anymore. one of my favorite songs. You can't say that anymore. One of my favorite anymore. STP songs ever. Yeah, you can't be saying Cracker. That's gonna have to be edited out. What about Cracker Barrel? Edit. Cracker Man. Edit. It's about a transvestite. Edit. God damn. What kind of weird stuff are you listening to? You know, I, I, the first iteration of Snacky. The first iteration of Snacky, we played Cracker Man. This part makes it fun. Yeah. I hated it. I hated every fucking time I, we played it. The thing it. that's awesome is on, on the CD, the song, it's not even a song right before. Well, it is kind of a song. Wet My Bed. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just it's just them like in the studio, uh, jamming out, and Whelan's just singing. You know, where's my cigarette? I lost my only cigarette. And the song ends because the producer walks in, and the producer goes, "Okay, now what?" And then it goes boom right in the cracker man. Oh, don't we have a song about a rooster? No. Uh, one good song on this album. No, yeah, I'm not a fan of Stone Temple Pilots song, at all. This CD has no skips. Uh, it's got a lot of skips. No skips. It's got a lot of skips. Okay for you. Sex type thing. No. Nope. Only good song. No. Nope. However, I've we, done karaoke to cre- to creep and plush. However, Carrazzo and you did I did karaoke to rooster. Yeah, I did that too. Carrazzo and I did do a mean acoustic version of, of uh, plush. I do gotta say, I'm just not a fan of Stone Temple Pilots at me all. Me neither. There's just well, neither. but you're playing their shit. Because Pete... Poser! No. Poser. No, no, no. no you want to get likes. Understand You want to get likes, yeah. No. You got to play what the people want to hear. When you are a bar band... Yes. You don't play what you want to play. Right. You play what they want to hear. Right. So, obviously, people hang wanted on. to hear STP. Hang, hang on. Hang on. No. No, 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 no. Hold on. What do you mean you're just doing it to get likes? They don't have likes at fucking bar bands. People don't fucking... Just... What do you think? They put their thumbs up. Like. Uh, 
That's not what I meant, you shithead. And you knew that. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking (laughs) cocksucker. Boy. So, I'd love to go out to a band with you. It's it's like, oh, the play. Like! I like that! That is like! I'm sending you a heart emoji! You got a thumb up! You're going to have a thumb up your ass pretty soon. <laughs> no, see, the thing is... Fist up your ass. I I, I, I understood very early on in my time playing in front of people. If I play exclusively what I want to play... Yeah, you're not going to get... I'm not going to be... Get I, gigs. I'm not. Well, I may get gigs, but I'm not going to have people at said gigs. <laughs> yeah. Okay? You got to be a jukebox with a pulse. Yes. Yep. Do you really think Snacky wanted to play YMCA? Well, that guitarist, I think, he was totally into it. Oh, Jimmy had fun. Yeah. Do you really think that we wanted to play Stone in Love? Oh, I love that song. That's a good song. Yeah, but we didn't really want to play it. But it's good. But it's good. It's good. <laughs> yeah, with, uh, dude, over over the years that I've been playing, I've played so many songs I didn't want to play. Yeah. Like, Smells Like fucking teen spirit and look look it's number four popular does not equal good shut up it no oh, well then let's see what number one is and we can shit on that possibly we're getting that we'll have to shit on everything else first number three countdown or, that's to bullshit that is bullshit that's, that's bullshit. supposed to be number no, one no it's not oh that should be I number I one, that is number I, got, one. I, got, I got one that'll beat it i think no I know matter what, what. One is. no that is a great album that oh is countdown album. is a great album countdown yeah. is, was, can you let me introduce the record Megadeth's Countdown to Extinction. I'm working with fucking children here. Where's my milk and cookies? I need a nap. <laughs> Put your hand down. You can't use the restroom. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I have the bucket right under me. <laughs> the teacher's aid. <laughs> That's a piss in the garden. Can you just want it? Yeah. All right, stop. So, so let them talk. Okay. Let them talk. Let, yeah. let them get out. No, you guys go ahead. No, we're good. No, go ahead. We're done. Countdown to extinction. We're done. Go ahead. Take it away. Has has a lot. It has. It's my favorite Megadeth album of all of them. Of all of them, bar none. Good album. It has, you know, of course, Countdown to Extinction, um, the President's one where yeah. read my lips, no new taxes. No, no, no. The one where the video where they're uh, killing the president or something. That's Symphony of Destruction. That's the that's one. The one. That's Symphony the one. of Destruction. Yeah. Countdown to Extinction. High Speed is, Dirt, Sweating Bullets, Countdown to Moto Extinction Psycho. is a really good I mean, song. There's so much great stuff on this album. It is like one of those that like you got to play it all the way through. Is this the one with uh, talking to himself? What the fuck? Sweating that? Bullets. Sweating Bullets. That's on there yes. too. That's a fucked up video. Yep. And there's too many Daves in that video. It had the classic lineup, you know, Menza. Uh, Ellefson. Ellefson. Marty Friedman. Friedman, yeah. I'm sorry I'm blanking on the names. And Dave Mustaine. Yes. Well, of course, Dave Mustaine. And it's just brilliant. And I was so happy that and all the... I mean, I did see Megadeth during their Hangar 18 or Rust in Peace tour. Yep. But I was also happy to see them later on in another, when they were doing stuff off of this album that I absolutely, absolutely love. I might be going to see them in May. It's, a, it's an okay record. Number three. Number three. Better than fucking Stone Temple Pilots. I'll give you that. There but that's go. like being the nicest guy in church. Only one better. But that's like being the nicest guy in church in, uh, in prison. It don't mean much. Yeah, what what church have to do with that? What I don't the, know. When, I don't know. When was the no, last time you've even seen the inside of a church? Oh. Um honestly, Mark's funeral. Or no, uh Denise Homelock's funeral. Mine mine was Valerie's christening 
18 years ago. Well, you what got me. What the beat. hell? But, however, however, I don't need to go to church. I am an ordained minister. Oh, okay. So your church is like the world. Right. Oh, nice. See, that all works out. So anyway, Countdown to Extinction, I got to agree with you guys. Seriously, it is a great fucking album. There's a nothing, nothing bad on this record. I mean, I'm hard-pressed to find anything bad from this Megadeth lineup at all, to be, re- to be completely honest. I love Marty Friedman's guitar playing. I love Mustaine's guitar playing. His singing, you know, the nasally thing, I, it, it can get grating, but it works for Megadeth. This one was a lot more technical than Rust. Yes. Oh, yeah. You know, and they were really doing some really weird shit with some of the songs. Oh, yeah. Nick Menza was an absolute fucking machine on the drums. And I think this one won some sort of like animal rights award with uh, that, that, like Countdown said, that, that's, that's Yeah, and I can't remember how they spelled the shit out. I can't remember. But it, it, the squish sound at the end of High Speed Dirt, just the splat. Yep. <laughs> oh. oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, well, back to the song Countdown to Extinction. It tell It's telling about how... The human animal is ruining the planet, and killing off species. Yep, yep. It's yep. when it's uh, Dave in his hippie era. <laughs> yeah, kinda, kinda. Um, liars, anagrammas, layers. Yep, that's it. That yep. was what I was trying to think. Yep. Uh, killed a few feet per, from the cages. Point blank, you're so courageous. Yep. Yep. Talks about like these canned safari hunts. Yeah, and, and that's. I mean, it, it's the things like this that like Dave's political ideologies shift constantly do you think and it's so because it's like you listen to this album it's like straight up liberal straight up oh yeah and then you listen to the system has failed conservative all the way it's like man can you pick a lane yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right let's move on yeah number two uh dirt by allison chains uh, dirt what is by the way did you know stp was not from seattle i couldn't care less san diego all right. It's another shit city. Yeah, so. well, okay. it's, it's West Coast. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like the, there's, there's a lot of radiation out there. The sun don't hit them right. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of smog. Yeah, a lot of smog. I mean. Sorry, West Coast listeners. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, they, I mean, let, let's let's be real here. I mean, they came from the same city as Red Hot Chili Peppers. So, you know, okay, great. No, nah, Chili Peppers are from Well, I LA. mean, state. 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 Okay, yeah, same yeah. state. Okay. Now, I'm going to be real here. All right. Um. Alice in Chains is the one grunge band that I really fucking love. And Dirt is has got some great stuff on it. This has Them Bones, Angry Chair, and my absolute favorite Alice in Chains song, Down in a Hole. That is a good song. Um, th- see, my favorite Alice in Chains songs were the ones that were, like, obviously deeply personal yeah. to Lane. And especially, like, the, the ones I call them as heroin songs. Like down in a hole mm-hmm. and angry chair. I like facelift better, but this was a good follow up. Yeah, it's a great record. And not many bands around this time had decent follow ups. It was like they were all like you know their their second or third albums were like utter shit. Yeah, yeah, I got to agree. Um, go ahead, grunge boy, pick it away. Pick oh, I don't have this album. You don't have. F- I told you I wasn't really a big Alice in Chains fan. Poser. I'm just telling you. <clears throat> Honest to God. Why did we even invite him? Fucking I, hey, Comic relief. I got that across the table from me. That's, Hi. That's, <laughs> now, when you finish, show me what number one is so I don't talk about it by accident. 
Oh, good. All right. So now we can go down. Are we done talking about dirt? Yeah. Good. Um, we um, were talking about events. Well, it hasn't happened yet. Go ahead. You have another event? Yeah. What? This is the year that uh, the riot at the Guns N' Roses and Metallica concert in Ontario happened. When yeah. the pyrotechnics went off, Mustaine's arm got burned. Headfield. Hef- yeah, Hef- I'm yeah, sorry, Headfield. I didn't write that down because I thought, you know, that was a bit of a hot topic. And then, oh, my oh, God. Oh, dear God. And then Alex walks off, walks off the stage and, or Axel walks off the stage and kaboom. Yeah. Uh, let, let's cause, uh, you know, $30,000 worth of damage to a brand new venue. Yeah, but you know what? Be fair. Be fair. I mean, I know that Guns N' Roses kind of takes a lot of heat for this because they, they could have calmed people down. But maybe people individually didn't have to be assholes either. I, you know, I mean, we've, we've been doing enough concerts. You know, I've never had that thought in my head. Oh, I'm going to fuck shit up now. Well, no. And I'm sure a majority of the crowd didn't have that either. Correct. But Axl Rose could have saved the day. They could have gone out. They could have bl- They could have gone out on time, first of all. Played a longer set. Not Well, hang well, on. Let's, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it could have gone out on time, not an hour plus late, and played... A blistering set, you know, an hour, hour, hour and a half, two hour set. They could have done that and the crowd would have been satiated. Yeah, I know. I said, but but it, what it what it boils down to is Axl Rose's ego couldn't be upstaged by James Hetfield getting fucking injured. I, I agree with that 100 yep. percent. James lit himself on fire. It, well, he didn't. Well, in a, but, uh, inadvertently, yeah. Yeah. accidentally, <laughs> James got okay. James got lit on fire. Okay, pyro mishap during the intro to Fade to Black. James Hetfield is engulfed in fire. Now that you just said that, I remember the video of it happening. Now, yes, it was Fade to Black. Yep, and Axel couldn't be upstaged by that. You petulant fucking child. Something else that happened a couple months after this, or was it before that? I can't remember. The Freddie Mercury uh, Remembrance Concert. Yep. Uh, with, oh, and this is how I got that, that question right in trivia. Uh, the Black Album. Who else had a Black Album? Spinal Tap. Yeah, they came out of retirement. They played the gig. Well, yes, because 19, well, hang on. If you don't bring it up, I'll, yeah, I, I will. Yeah, okay, let's move on to the... All right. What what else we got on this list? Okay, ACDC, they released their double live album. Oh, I love that. I have it, was it a yes. good, It was a good album. And it came with the, the ACDC the money. dollar yep. bill. Yeah. I put this on just for Eric because I know he loves it. Anvil, worth the wait. Ugh. Canada's least favorite import. One day we're going to do a deep dive on Anvil. No, we're not. Not, yeah, as long I, as I'm, not as long as I'm part of this show. I never even heard of them. Oh, Anvil. They were like one of the you know, they were the one band that just didn't make it. Watch Anvil, the story of Anvil. Yeah. So <laughs> this band okay. Uh Bad for Good, Refugee. Bad for Good was a band uh of kids with Danny Cooksey. You might remember him from uh Salute Your Shorts. Yes. And the one and the guy and the one punk from uh, Termi- uh Terminator Two. Yes. Uh they swore up Steve Vai got these kids together. They were Bad for Good. Okay, oh yeah. I remember Danny Cooksey now. Yep. Yep, and it was like uh, just boom, flash in the pan, was gone. 
Thank God. Bi- <laughs> yeah. yeah. Biohazard Urban Discipline. Great fucking record. Um, Urban Discipline's got uh, it's got a re re release of like a re recording of Wrong Side of the Tracks on it. Urban Discipline, Discipline, just a really fucking solid record from Biohazard. And Biohazard's one of those bands you always know what you're going to get with them. Yep, pure New York. Yep, they 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 sound you can they have a smell to their sound. Yes, uh, <laughs> like a fucking subway station. Yep. Oh, Black God. Sabbath, The Humanizer, good album. Yep. Now Body Counts came out with their album okay with the infamous cop killer track yes yep that's one i was which was removed in subsequent recordings yes i have an original pressing of that i i have it with cop killer and the original cover art where the dude on the front has yep. cop killer tattooed on his chest that, oh my god that there, was a huge thing oh huge controversy but that was a great album Ice-T got some of his buddies together. Ernie C., who had played guitar on some of Ice-T's rap records. Okay. Um, he got Ernie C. and Moose Man and all the, all the boys together from the Rhythm Syndicate, and they put together a metal band. And that metal band is Body Count. Yep. There's so much good stuff on this. You have uh, the lead single was There Goes the Neighborhood. I remember that song. Yep. There goes the neighborhood, cop. Of course, cop killer, which is just a great song. And when I saw them at Mayhem Festival, they ended with cop killer, right? Yep. And T gets off stage, and the first thing every cop in the venue does is want to take a picture with Ice T <laughs> after he just got done singing cop killer. It's fucking great. Um, cop killers on there, KKK bitch, evil dick, so much good stuff. It's a body count is a fucking amazing band. Yeah, they're pretty much thrash. They kept he, he kept oh, yeah. he kept thrash alive during the nineties. Yeah. Well he said he wanted to he he wanted to have a combination of a rap album and a slayer album. Yep. Ice T said that. Yep. Wow. Well they covered on a later record they covered Raining Blood. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they have uh yeah, some of the later body count stuff is is also phenomenal. Oh yeah. Yeah. I like the one. I don't remember what album's up, but like uh, uh, another level, another level. Yeah, uh, I don't remember what that one's on either. But then uh, talk shit gets shot. Yep, that's a fucking great uh, body count's just fucking awesome. Yep. Uh, after this, uh, slowing it down, Bon Jovi keep the faith. Underrated record. There's a lot of good stuff on this Bon Jovi album, and I'm actually glad you brought Bon Jovi up because well, I'm going to because I know you like. Them. I got a sidebar on yeah. Bon Jovi after this. All right. Keep the Faith has, of course, the title track, Keep the Faith. Uh, what the hell else is on? Bed of Roses. That is such a beautiful song. And it's, you know, it's basically it's John's love letter to his wife. Sitting here wasted and wounded at this old piano, trying hard to capture the moment this morning, I don't know. And it talks about tonight I won't be alone, but that don't mean I'm not lonely. Yeah. Great song. Um, this whole album's really good. Uh but it didn't get the commercial success that New Jersey or Slippery got. Yeah. Good uh, stuff. After but his, hang on, hang on, hang on. Have you guys seen the footage that's come out of Bon Jovi's latest tour? No. They're getting hammered. Critically. Oh, I, uh, something with his voice? Yeah, John's voice. Is, I, I mean, let's face it. John Bon Jovi is in his 50s. Okay. He's, the dude's in his 50s. And... He's not going to sound like he did when he was 25. Yeah. 
Auto-tune. Yeah, auto-tune can only go so far, pal. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I saw some of the video, and it's not terrible, but people are shitting all over Bon Jovi I just, right I, now. Yeah, like I said, I didn't, I didn't see footage. I just remember, I think it was today, I just saw a glimpse of something. But yeah, what, happened to, what happened to John Bon Jovi or Bon Jovi's voice? Well, he got he aged. It happens. Yep. After this, Danzig Three, How the Gods Kill. Good album. That, really good album. Dirty Black Summer, How the Gods <laughs> Kill. Yep. Yeah, it was before they got experimental. Uh, Sistina's is on this, I think. I don't know. I think that might be on four. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is a really good album. Um, Dirty Black Summer is just a killer song. Yep. And that How the Gods Kill is such a slow, plodding, melodic song. And then it hits you in the face. Yep. Great album. Uh, Def Leppard, Adrenalize. Yep. Okay. The last one was Steve Clark with Let's Get Rocked. Yeah. And uh, I think their last charting one, really. Yeah. Pretty they, much. This, yeah. Was, this was the... This was the... <laughs> yeah, but they were, they were hair metal, technically, but they were in that new wave of British heavy metal. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were they were lumped in with new wave of British heavy metal, even though they were really a hair metal band. Both, you know. Yeah, I mean, you could say Priest was a hair metal band. Halford was bald most of his career. Yeah, well, the other ones had hair. Okay, I'll give you that. So, uh, Exodus, Force of Habit, good album. Yep. Uh, Extreme, three sides to every story. A three sided album. Was it? Yes. Oh, is this? Oh, they did the Monty Python thing. Yes. What? It's a three-sided album. One two-sided LP and then a single side. Huh. Yep. So I think, did this have, uh, this didn't have Wholehearted on, did it? No, Wholehearted was on Pornography. Okay. So I'm trying to remember. I know there was stuff on this that I know, but yeah, I'm drawing it's a, It's here. a good record, but this was kind of, this was ex, uh, Exodus. This was uh, Extreme's last hurrah, right. too, pretty much. Yeah, because John was leaving to go to... Yeah, John? Karabi? Wasn't he in Extreme? No. What was he in? Motley Crue. No, before that. Nothing. Oh, I thought he was in... No, some... no, no, no. Oh, God, now I can't remember the fucker's name, but it ain't John Karabi. All right. So, Faster Pussycat did two albums this year. Okay. Really? Yeah. Belted, Buckled, and Booted, and Whipped. Neither of which were really good. Yeah, I think Belted, Buckled, and Booted has You're So Vain on it, and that's about it. They they never were able to recapture their... their yeah, yeah, well, we, once... Yeah, hair metal is already... Yeah, hair metal's gone. Leaving. You know, Gary Sharon, that's the singer for Extreme. That's who I meant. Fear Factory, Soul of a New Machine. Okay, Fear Factory's debut. Um, Burton C. Bell, Dino Cazares, good shit. Uh, this is... This is some industrial tinge stuff that I can get into. Yeah. And some of these I'm putting on here just so people maybe know, oh, there's other albums out there. Yeah. Uh, like Firehouse, Hold Your Fire. Ugh. Oh. What? You got, what? Pro- you got a problem with Firehouse? His sister liked them. Oh, yeah. Oh, fucking God almighty. <laughs> Are you saying your sister didn't like Firehouse? Will you swear to that? She probably did. Big jumps. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Iron Maiden, Fear of the Dark. Yep. And now I think this is the last Dickinson album. Yes, it, it is. Yeah, probably. It's like he just kept holding on, even though he was doing his own shit. Right. Okay. I'm so, surprised this isn't number one. 
It's a great record, but it's all right. It uh, when you get the, when we get the number one, you'll understand. Yeah, no prayer for the dying. I think was their best album of this era. Right. Yeah, but this had some good tunes on it. Oh yeah. Yeah. It uh, wasn't a lot of them were a lot of them were longer, slower ballads. Yeah. yeah. Fear of the Dark was a long ass song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Kick Tracy, their sophomore album Field Trip. Never yeah. heard it, but I put it out there because hopefully maybe someone listens to it. Maybe. Uh, King's X debut album. I oh this God, man. King's X. That this it's like a it's a mixture of swampy Texas bluesy hard rock and prog. Ty Tabor is like one of the most underrated guitar players out there. These guys, King's X was just so fucking good. Yeah, they had their own sound. Definitely had their own sound. Listen to Over My Head. Like, Ty Tabor, he went to the lengths. Like, he didn't want anybody copying his sound. He would take all the badges off of his his amps. So you didn't know what type of amps he was using. (laughs) All of his pedals were blacked out, and he took the freaking logos off all his guitar. Get the hell out of here. Yep. He didn't want anybody. He's like... Go find your own sound, man. That's like that's like being paranoid. <laughs> I don't know. And uh, Kiss Revenge. What an album. Yeah. I was listening to some of that today. Well, yeah, again? I mean, we listened to that a long time ago. Well, I mean, it starts off with a banger. It starts off with Unholy. Yeah. Great album. But actually, I'll tell you why we were listening to this. I had uh, Jesse went with me to buy my new bass, right? He yeah. wanted me to get the new bass. And we came home one from 191, mm-hmm. came up through uh, Nazareth. Or not Nazareth, Bath. Mm-hmm. What's in Bath? The Fox? Right. I should have said Turkey I, Hill. No, I should I <laughs> the, the Fox. Yeah. So we're driving down the street. Now, before you anybody pitches a bitch, he's 18, okay? Jesse's 18. Um, I said, hey, you want to stop at the titty bar? Jokingly, we didn't stop at Teddy Bar, but then I, I get on, you know, I punch up the button on the radio or on the steering wheel. I say, play the album Revenge by Kiss, and I skip past Unholy to the second song, Strip Club Anthem. <laughs> Take it off. Want to watch some asses shaking to the noise their boys are making? Uh huh. So I jump into my car, hit the local Teddy Bar. Uh huh. Great song. That's Paul Stanley at his best. Yeah. Well, it was an okay album. I mean, they were they were trying. And then we listened to Domino. And I said to Jesse, yeah, this is one of Gene's creep songs. <laughs> He's like, what do you mean? And then I pointed out the line. It's a sticky situation if she ain't old enough to vote. <laughs> yeah. And then we played Christine 16. I'm like, oh, here you go. (laughs) He's like, what what does he mean, Christine 16? I said, just listen. And then we got to the part where Gene's just speaking. When I saw you coming out of the school that day, I knew I had to have you. Yeah. (laughs) And Jesse's reaction was, what the fuck? (laughs) But anyway. All right. Loudness, debut album. No. You didn't listen to Loudness? This is not Loudness's debut album. Well, it's, it's called Loudness, so I figured... Loudness had records out in 1984 or 85. Well, they named it Loudness. The, people shouldn't be naming 
their song. Well, look at the Black Album, Metallica, Metallica. Yeah, that that was eponymous, and that wasn't their. They shouldn't be releasing that kind of shit. It confused no, me. Thunder in the East came out in the mid '80s. All right, all right. Loud Maybe miss. they couldn't think of a good name. Yeah, allegedly. Good Japanese metal. Yes. Love, hate, wasted in America. I thought I didn't know if this was a grunge band. If you knew them, I don't know them. No. Yeah. So they sounded familiar. Lynch Mob, and it's not their first album because I know that was Wicked Sensation. So it's their second album, which they couldn't think of a name. There's a fucking theme this year. <laughs> we can't um, think of a name. Yeah, well, they should have called it We Can't Think of a Name. M.O.D., Rhythm of Fear. That's the one M.O.D. album I don't have. Oh. All right. Well, and this is one of your favorite Motorhead albums, March or Die. Great record. Yep. Great record. There's no such thing as a bad Motorhead album. Yep. March or Die. That was their ni- their 92, but I mean, they, they're off of 1916. I was going to say, didn't 1916 just come out the year before? Yep. Yeah. And they, what the fuck did they like not tour and just go in and record right away? That's or? what they do. Motorhead does that. No, they tour and record and then tour and record and tour and record. With Lemmy, it was a never ending cycle until he got sick. Yep. Wow. Lemmy played his last concert 17 days yep. before he died. And I think this had the uh, his version of Hellraiser on it. Yes. Which, Which also was in the Hellraiser 3 yeah. movie. Uh, Nine Inch Nails, Broken. Broken. Love this one. What's on that uh, Opinion is on this one. Head Like a Hole. Okay, Head Like a Hole. Okay, then, then this is this is, this is is their debut then. No, it wasn't their debut. No, Pretty Hate Machine was yeah, first. That's Pretty right. Ha- I yeah. thought Head Like a Hole was on Pretty Hate Machine. Well, there was other stuff with this. This is the one Nine Inch Nails album that I... This might be the first one I got. And this had like a couple special songs on it. And they actually did another remix of this called Fixed. But I never got fixed because it was like a remix of everything. You should have been fixed. <laughs> oh. It's good industrial metal. That's uh, an oxymoron. Next, you'll probably know this one. The Rollins Band, The End of Silence. Henry fucking Rollins, The Thinking Man's Thug. Liar? Uh, no, this has low self-opinion on it. Okay. Uh, liar came... In ninety on ninety fours, wait, it came on wait, which I think came out in ninety four. Um, low self opinion. Uh, this is like Henry Rollins, kind of channeling even more anger than he ever did with Black Flag. Mm. Believe it or not, yeah. Um, just listen to to the lyrics to Low Self Opinion, but with better production value than Black Flag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the one thing I couldn't. I did like listen to Black Flag because it sounded like even a brand new tape sounded like you were listening uh, through like somebody's garage speaker that yeah. was facing the floor. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, that's the thing is SST. SST didn't have much of a budget for recording. Yeah. So uh, now this one I put on because I just enjoyed it. Running Wild. It was one of the first pirate bands that was out there before pirate metal became a thing, and their album Pile of Skulls. Never heard of running. Yeah, Running Wild is a really, they're they're good. They were pirate metal before pirate metal was even a thing. Okay, I'm glad you say before pirate metal was cool because it was never cool. It it is it is cool. No, it's not. Cool. Where and D and D metal is awesome too. They have a, 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 a an actual term for that. It's called power metal. No, no, it's D and D. It's a glory hammer, windrose. You know, and they talk about questing and adventures and dwarves and elves and and all that goofy shit you like. Oh, Lord of, the, Lord of the Rings metal. <laughs> yeah. I call it D&D metal. Yeah, fuck that. It's good stuff. Listen to Glory Hammer. 
on an aside, you'll like Glory Hand. I think he's more interested in Glory Hole. <laughs> it's not on nice. my list. No, it's All not. Right. One, another, one of my favorite albums from this era, Slaughter the Wildlife. Huh? Slaughter the Wildlife. Oh, he, you thought he said Slaughter the Wildlife. Uh, yes, I thought he <laughs> ran it all together. Uh, yeah, Slaughter's the Wildlife. Um, this one didn't do as well as No, it didn't, up but all it's, night. It's, it's a really good album, though. Allegedly. No, it is. It's a really good one. It only has a couple good songs on it. Wildlife well, they're they're all good if you just sit and listen to them. Yeah, nope. I, I couldn't tell you one song on this album. This just has Wildlife, I think. No, it's not a single. This isn't a single. No, I know. Ooh, but <laughs> singles. But that's the single that came off that album. Yeah, one of them. What was the other one? I have no idea, but there was probably a B side to it. Uh, well, then that's look. Not... The only research I do is honest to God. I just freaking. I, I pre- well, you're saying it's a good album. I it thought is, maybe you knew what was is. on I it. I listened to them, but I don't sit there honestly. You I... skipped a major one. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Well, if I did, we'll get to it. No, we're stopping right now. Okay. You skipped over America Must Be Destroyed. It wasn't released this year. I think it was. Oh, maybe I must have missed that. Oops. That was my bad. Whoops, my bad. Who does that? Guar. Oh. It might have been. And I... Uh, America... I, hang on. Let, I had to do this in a fucking hurry. Well, we know what we know what number one is. So... I'm sorry. Hang on. Let me make sure of that. I don't know what number one is. Guar, America must be destroyed. According to Wikipedia, America must be destroyed is Guar's third album, released in 1992 as their second album. On yep, see, I told you. All right, so 1992, uh, the Guar, the one of the two Guar fans at this table forgets about the classic. It's, it's, I didn't forget it. I forgot to put it down. He forgot. <laughs> he forgot. What was the one that you missed before? You said it didn't copy and paste. Oh, the one that was on the list. Yeah. Never yeah. mind. Okay, huh? so America Must Be Destroyed. Yeah. This has some great stuff on it. This has the Morality Squad, Ham on the Bone, Gorgor. Oh, God. I wish they would play this somewhere. Crack in the egg. Crack in my pipe. <laughs> oh, God. This is... Yeah, Odorous wrote... Brocky wrote some great shit on this. Yep. I think... But I think... Isn't this the one that they disowned? I don't know. I, th- I thought this was... Th- no, that might also have been this Toilet Earth. I know one of them, they dis- they disowned the entire album and said that it never actually happened. I think that what? might have been this Toilet Earth. Okay. Because that's the one that has... Uh, uh, what's the one where Bro- at the end of it, Brocky is like, oh, fucking an animal. Yep. Oh, I watched that video. That's fucking hilarious. I'm not willing to put any more time into this song. Yes. Yeah, just a bunch of people on a farm running around after furries while the hillbillies sit and watch from the porch. I've it's nev- a very tame video. I've never seen the video. Oh, it's hilarious. It- fucking an animal. Drinking 60 beers, fucking an animal. <laughs> <laughs> Must uh, be nice and warm in here. <laughs> Me, it's my animal. <laughs> animal fucker on the loose, fucking an animal. Okay. I've gone from duck to goose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one time I fucked a moose. <laughs> yeah. oh, I love you, Brocky. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And after this, 
Spinal Tap, Break Like the Wind. I'm glad you did not forget that their, one. Their comeback, because I actually, I love that it has the majesty of rock on it. Oh, <laughs> the pageantry of roll. Yes. And Break Like the Wind is on this, which yep. is, and for a comedy album, is actually pretty damn good. They're actually all really good musicians. I'm good. Uh, Christopher Guest is a is an excellent guitar player. Yep. Uh, David uh, David Saint Hubbins. Nigel Tufnell. No, N- Nigel Tufnell is Christopher, Christopher Guest. Guest. David Saint Hubbins. Lenny. Is, yes. See, it was his Lenny. Real name, his real name. Uh, David <laughs> Lenny. Whatever. I'm the lone and wolf, then, Squiggy. And then you have uh, Harry Shearer. Yes. As Derek Smalls on the bass, who's a, a, a fucking great bass player oh yeah um and then of course there's been 47 members of spinal tap and 44 of which have been drummers yep they blow up easy it was a bizarre gardening accident (laughs) see see, he died he choked on vomit but scotland yard found it it best to leave that one unsolved because you can't really dust for vomit (laughs) oh my god you've never seen this is spinal tap i've seen it once years ago, that should be once a year viewing. Yeah, that's it's it's a all around good movie. Yeah, uh, God, what what is the pageantry of or the majesty of rock? The pageantry of roll, um, break like the wind, uh, clam caravan because they misspelled calm caravan. Yeah, um, give me some monies on here. Well, give me some money. Was on the that was on the that was on the 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 soundtrack yeah. as well. But they re they re recorded. Give me some money on this one. Oh God, this is such a good album. Yeah, I I, I have I actually I have physical copy of this. Bitch school, bitch school. Yep, which everybody got mad about. Yep, uh, and I'm willing to bet Axl Rose said I, I could have wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> You've been bad. Yes. Never obey. Try to tame you. Oh, God. That's such a good album. Yep. I love Spinal Tap. All right. Speaking of Guns N' Roses, Italy, Izzy Stradlin released a solo album and the Juju Hounds. Okay, Izzy and the Juju yep. Hounds. Yeah. I remember it vaguely on MTV. I don't. Yeah, but I don't. it was like, it was so vague. It was like, ooh, Izzy has an album. Oh, okay, moving on. Yep. Yeah, pretty yep. much. Uh, Suicide Tendencies, The Art of Rebellion. Art of Rebellion. Okay, so that's the that's between Lights Camera Revolution. Or no, that's after Lights Camera Revolution. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we just did that one. Uh yeah. I don't really remember what's on Art of Rebellion. Yeah. I don't remember. At one point I still cycle is when they redid everything. Yeah, that's when but they I redid think that the was first a little album. bit later. That's when they redid the first album. Yeah. After this Testament, the Ritual. Good album. Uh The Black Crows. Southern Harmony and Musical Composition. Yep, their second one. That's that's pretty. But it was before Amorica. Eh. Okay, not not a Black Rose fan. Not at all. This one I put on just for Jim because I knew he would want to know this. Uh, Trickster's second album here. <laughs> I didn't even know they had a fucking second album. Yes, and it's called with an exclamation point. So it's here. It's. I I imagine now, and I like Trickster's first album. So I'm I'm gonna say the album was named. Because they were probably on the street corner by Sam Goody, just like hair, hair. Pretty much. <laughs> I can't believe you. You. I cannot believe you summoned Sam Goody. <laughs> and my homie searched, got the hoodie with the Woody bought a disco tape with Sam Goody. Yep. 
Typo negatives, the origin of the feces. Okay. With the original cover art being a close-up of Pete Steele's butthole. Yep. And they changed it to skeletons, you know. And it's a good... I think this has longer songs on it, too. It's yeah. Like, it's like one whole damn... This, I think, would have the Not Live from Brighton Beach on it. Yes. Where they had to... Yeah, they, they... It was live, technically, but it was really just... They threw in crowd noise. And Peter Steele was just, you know, yelling, Yeah, yeah, we suck, but you paid $10 to be here. Ten, Ten American dollars. Ten American dollars. I just can't believe how someone would think that take a picture of my... Puckered well, butt and put it and on you an know, album And the cover. weird part is Pete Steele still worked for the sanitation department, the parks part, yeah. during this album and didn't want to quit. He did not want to quit because it's like, well, I got a good job here. I got security. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, no he's like, I got security. I got a pension. Yeah. He, he, was a, he was a municipal employee of yeah. the city of New yeah. York. He, yeah. he did not quit his job until they had to go on tour for Bloody Kisses. Yep. Well, Tom Araya didn't quit his job. Uh, job. Didn't tweet to Tom Araya was a respiratory therapist. Really? At the when at Slayer's you know, the inception of Slayer. I don't think he quit till till Hello Waits came out. And yeah. they had a tour for Hello Waits. Yeah, I mean to think that these people had actual jobs at some point. Yeah. Wow. Well well, Heim Wins was a school teacher. Who? Gene Simmons. Time? I knew the name. I, Heim that wins? I, I You know what? After hearing about some of his songs, I don't want him near children. <laughs> That's true. It's like, yeah. So, I I think Gene Simmons is just, I don't I don't care for the man. He's a fucking creep. Yep. Uh, next up. Now, this is where uh, the two of you kind of fucked up last week. Okay. Uh, Ugly Kid Joe had it ugly as they want to be. You guys had it screwed up with this album, America's Least Wanted. That's it. Yes. Right. That was it. So I have yeah. to correct the two of you yeah, right? because you guys were that's completely right. wrong. The, I one, the one in 91 was an EP. Right. Yeah. I am suitably chastened. Yes. You know, I was trying to tell you guys the whole time you're wrong, but nobody would listen to you me. You didn't say shit. It was probably edited out. No. Allegedly. 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 Yeah, this is the one with... Um, Goddamn Devil, Panhandle and Prince. Okay. You know, uh, neighbor. Their, their cover of their cover of Cats and, in the Crane. Yeah, yep. they did, yeah, they did Mad Men Disney in Disneyland. B. Yeah. Yeah. So this was the one that we had talked about. And I loved yeah. it. I love this one to death. Because that EP is, only had like it's like four songs. I was gonna on, say yeah. four or five songs. But yeah. that did have Mad Men. The, it had the, the original version. This was yeah. like Mad Men ninety two. Yeah. Yeah. So they just like re released it, put ninety two on it. Uh, Wasp, the Crimson Idol, great album. This is Blackie's concept album. Okay, um, it tells the story of it, it, it's about the music industry. Um, you got a guy. It was called the Crimson Idol, right? Um, yeah, the Crimson Idol. It's a story about the music industry. Young guy coming up, and he gets signed, and you've got this like A and R guy or producer, Chainsaw Charlie. Chainsaw Charlie. It's not, not cherry, <laughs> but uh, uh, "Murders in the New Morgue" is one of the songs on there. "Murders in the New Morgue," see old Charlie and the Platinum Army's making me their boy. Uh, it's it's you know it's it's his story. It's a very good album. Even if you're not into concept albums, it's you should give it a listen if you're a Wasp fan. This is one of Blackie's better efforts. All right. 
Uh, the last one on this list, Warrant Dog Eat Dog. I that I never bought it. I, I, I have never, that one. I never. It has actually one of my favorite Warrant songs on Hole in, in My Wall. Where, now that I think about it, he's spying on the girl in the next room. But still, it's a great song. Yeah, it's well. A, it's a good song. Yeah, well. You know, I saw Red. He walks in on his wife banging yeah, another dude. But, uh, yeah, Dog Eat Dog was a really good album, but it was the last album. This is the one that Janie Lane famously was trying to promote when he walked into the record company and saw dirt on the wall. And he saw the writing on the wall. And he was like, uh, well, this isn't going to get promoted at all. No shit. Yep. He saw the cover of Dirt on the fucking all over the stu- all over the record label's offices, and he knew. He knew that it was hmm. over. Yeah, and they did not promote this one at all. I have it, and it's really good. It is a really, it's a really good, solid. It's better. I think it's better than Cherry Pie because Cherry Pie was the one that was very, just. It, it wasn't as serious. It was poppy. It was poppy. Yeah, yeah very yeah, poppy. Yeah. So this one was, you know, almost back to a good, good sound. But then after this, it was like, well, Warren's kind of gone. Yeah. Okay, before we get to number one, do we want to do bands that formed? We did. Remember Black Messiah? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Anything notable? We yep, wanna... we were we talked about all the notable stuff. Okay. Potent potables. Potent potables for two hundred, please. Um, so that pretty much leaves only one possibility for the top metal album of nineteen ninety two. We know. What's your guess? I have no fucking clue. Should we tell him? Yeah, good. Pantera's Vulgar. Oh, that's right. Power. Jesus God. Yeah, okay, never mind. Yes. Okay, so you got Vulgar. I completely Display. forgot about that. Vulgar Display of Power. Starts off with an absolute punch to the face with Mouth for War. This has so much good shit on mm-hmm. it. And it's got Pantera's, like the ultimate Pantera anthem. Walk. Mm-hmm. That's the most popular. Yeah. But yeah, vulgar display of power. This is this is Pantera doing groove metal as good as it gets. Yep. I saw a video today, or was it yesterday? About when Pantera when did their first album come out? Like ninety? Oh, long before that. Before that. Well, yeah, anyway. they were they were like a Texas hair metal band. <clears throat> okay, well they were touring they were touring in a place in Canada, and it was a smaller venue, but I guess Judas Priest was going to be there like in a day or two or something like that, and they're on stage performing, and fucking Rob Halford walks in. Yeah. And they're like, you know, to themselves, holy fuck, it's Rob Halford. And he, it turns out he was a huge Pantera fan. I could see that. He got on stage, did a couple of Priest songs with him, and, you know, that was that, and then... You know, they called their agent like, yo, man, Rob Halford is here. He really loves us. Maybe sometime we're going to get the tour with him. And the agent's like, yeah, right. That'll never happen. And then that fall, they toured with Judas Priest over in Europe. They opened for him. Nice. There you go. Yeah. Nice little story. As far as Pantera goes, I was more of a fan of their pre-groove kind of stuff. Uh, see, like the Terry Glaze era? Yeah. Like power metal. Yeah. That stuff. Which... Well, power metal is the first album with Anselmo. Yeah. But it was still very... Yeah, I love I love that album too, and I remember when I was at a wrestling show in Shendo. Shendo in the four six two the fuck four six two, and uh, I was wearing my I was wearing we my, haven't brought that up in a while. <laughs> I was wearing my Pantera shirt, 
And one of the wrestlers came up to me. You were at that show, I think. Possibly. Yeah, that, that was with the the the, um, the cross-eyed little girl. Uh, she, <laughs> hey, fuck, I don't remember that. Uh, I'm gonna tell. Is this that, the one where we were yelling, no, "Get gonna, in I'm, my belly"? I'm gonna tell that story. I'm gonna tell all the story about Shendo. But we're at Shendo. One of the wrestlers came up to me. Said, oh, you like Pantera? So yeah, I'm a Pantera fan. What's your favorite album? Power metal. And the guy it looked like I crushed his fucking soul. <laughs> it, was like, it, was, it was like he had such a. He was like not Southern Trend Kill, not Vulgar Stock Cowboys. No, I like Power Metal. That was my favorite one. I, what? <laughs> I guess we can't be friends and he just kind of wandered off but yeah the Shendo show you were at the Shendo show that was the one where Ed House was yelling at the at the kid about uh, buying a hot dog I do remember that and he was wearing the pirate hat yes and the, the girl that was in front of us that told that didn't like us yelling the, yeah you told me about this the one. girl did not like us yelling she turned around I thought she was talking to me <laughs> Andy thought she was talking to him. She had a lazy eye, so we weren't exactly sure who she was yelling at. And look at me when I'm talking to you. Well, I mean, she's looking at me and she's looking at Andy. So I was like, we were kind of unclear, but at a wrestling show telling us to shut up. It's like you're at a wrestling show. Right. It's Oh, you would have oh you would have loved that show. I would We I were would've. being such assholes. And then when Ed House does his finisher, she's turned around yelling at us. And she must finish. And the crowd pops and everybody goes up and she's like getting mad at us because we were distracting her. You turned around. What the (laughs) hell? It's fucking Shendo. What do you want? Oh, my God. It was so. And then she goes to the bathroom at the end of the the, when the show's over. Her whole family gets up and leaves without her. Oh, right. She comes out and is looking for him. And of course, we have to still be assholes because yeah, you know, it's like no, they didn't want you. They left you here. <laughs> but she was such an and she well her brother or whatever he was, he threw the dollar at me to shut up. Remember that because Ed House threw the dollar at the kid. Yeah, and told him go get a hot dog and and put it in your mouth and stop yelling. And this yeah, he throws a dollar at me. So there I'm. I made a dollar. I made a dollar. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's go through this one. Yes. Okay. You got mouth for war. Mm-hmm. That just a punch in the face. Then you got a new level, which is the kick in the nuts. Right? Mm-hmm. So and then from there we go to walk. Ulti- it's, it's an anthem. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I can never hear that song without thinking of Rob Van Dam. <laughs> it was Rob Van Dam's theme in ECW. Okay. Then we got one of my absolute favorite Pantera songs, fucking hostile. Oh, <laughs> that was the intro to Headbangers Ball for a while. Fucking yes. hostile. Well, you, they would take all the the the, the Gip mask guy would come up at one point. You just hear hostile. Right. Yeah. That, that last the last scream at the end. Yeah. Uh, but the that's a great song. Oh God, oh, I know it is. Jesus. Today I'll play the part of non-parent, not make a hundred real rules for you to know about yourself, and lie and make you believe what's evil is making love and making friends and meeting God your own way, the right way. God, such the message in that song is so fucking powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, today I'll play an, uh, today I'll play a man living priesthood, about to take the ultimate test in life, shit like that. You know, talk about uh, I won't call someone a father who's no closer than a stranger. Yeah, I won't listen. Anselmo is very angry. 
Oh, yeah. This whole album we listen to. Oh, yeah. After fucking Hostile, we go to This Love. I like that one. That is a great song. Yep. Because because it, it sounds like it should be a ballad. Yes. With the title. Yes. But... Nope. 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 If ever words were spoken, painful and no true, I said I loved, but I lied. Yep. Oh, God. This is such a good song. And the, like the call, uh, the call and answer chorus. You keep this love thing, love child, love toy. You keep this love fist, love scar, love break. God, that's so good. Yeah. Oh man, and Dimebag's guitar work on this record is like so out, so above and beyond what anybody else at this time is really doing, or beyond or since. I mean, there is no band out there. That sounds like Pantera. No, no. Pan- Pantera. Even later bands like Damage Plan. No, even you know, there was a magic between those four guys. Yeah, there was a magic between Dimebag, Vinny, Rex, and Phil. Mm-hmm. And try as they might, they were never able to capture it again. Damage Plan couldn't do it. Right, and the Damage Plan stuff wasn't bad, but it wasn't Pantera. Yeah, and then also there was Hell Yeah. Well, uh, hell yeah, Vinny. With hell yeah, Vinny tried. Uh, didn't he stopped trying to cap, recapture yeah. Pantera? Okay. Yeah, it was that. Uh, oh, I mean, it, it, lightning in a bottle. That yeah. whole that whole three album set. Oh yeah, and nobody could nobody could touch it. Well, actually, four really. Which one? Um, there's. Oh, I think if I forgot, Far Beyond Driven. Yep, Far Beyond. Oh, you got Cowboys. Um, vulgar display of power, far beyond driven, and great Southern trend kill. Yeah, you know, the, if you're gonna have a four album run, what better run to have? Yeah, you yeah. know, it's four fucking killer albums. Um, after this love, we go to rise. That's a great fucking song. Uh, forget, forget, forgive. It's time to rise. Uh, no good. Attack the radical. Love in a hole or live in a hole. Regular People by Demons Be Driven and Hollow. This album is front to back, angry, violent, and, yep. and yeah. you know, it's Pantera with a fucking message. And that message is, we're here, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, and if, if you now, know... Cowboys from Hell came out the year before? Yeah. Two, uh, two years before. Yeah, and I'll, t- I'll tell you what. If uh, there was so much stuff that just decided that hair glam metal wasn't going to happen anymore between all the ballads between just the way hip hop was becoming more popular with everybody. And this, this music, you know, might've put the nail in the, the final nail in the coffin at that point, because it was like, it was heads or tail above everything else. Yeah. You know, you did forget one record. What? That I want, that was on my list for 1992. Mm. Deicide's Legion. I left, yeah, I left Deicide, Cannibal Corpse, and a whole bunch of those death metal bands uh, off can, of. Well, Cannibal Corpse put out Tomb of the Mutilated yeah. this year, too. I had to leave some off. Yeah, Fucking but, album every single year, it seems like. Well. I know, right? Like a business. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> o- almost like this is how they make money or something. Yeah. Which is amazing that? how you have bands like Guns N' Roses who really had four albums. Yeah. Yep. You know, maybe... what. Well, I. Appetite, use your illusion, lies, spaghetti incident, Chinese demise. Five albums, five albums, and they're that popular. And there are bands like Anvil, Anvil, who he wants to get kicked in the nuts. Anvil, Anvil. 
You know, well, okay, Jim. I, they are, you know how we sit, like Eric likes to say, like, you know, like Nickelback and Five Figure Death Punch, all generic stuff. Yes. Anvil is the most, it is the, it is the bargain bin of metal. Oh, dude. It, it is the Dollar Tree of metal. Yeah, it, it's, it's not even great value. Yeah. Oh, my God. It, it, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's shrinky danks. Yeah, every, like, I tried, and I, the movie came out where they tried to regain popularity, and I listened to some Anvil, and it was like, I can see why you guys didn't get popular. Like, you it, suck. Every, it, there's no soul in any of it. But did they get signed and have a record deal? No, they did all of this out of pocket. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. They were on some Monsters of Rock tour, and the fame was like everybody got signed at that tour. Except, except Anvil. Anvil. And this um, this Indian fellow was a big Anvil fan and made a movie of, you know, about what, a decade ago now? It's been a yeah, while. Yeah, it's been about, yeah. Been a while. And, call, and basically followed them around on their tour, which they were living in like Lips' mom's house. Yep. And like... And yeah, the, they were living in the lead singer's mom's house. Yeah. And these guys are grown older, ass men. They're older than us. Oh, yeah. And they had a little bit of resurgence because Anvil was everywhere. And they released another album. And the album went nowhere because it's the same shit as it's been forever. Yeah. These guys started in the 80s. Yeah. Oh, my God. They have at least I'm saying oh, they have more albums than Kiss. Probably. And no one's ever really heard of them except for that movie. And well, and even during the the filming of the movie, the clubs they're playing, they're playing places the size. They're playing smaller venues than Crock Rock. Yeah, it's wow. And, and it reminds you if you watch the movie, it reminds you of a real life Spinal Tap. Where yeah, they're just taking the piss out of this. We're playing this Air Force base for like you know fifteen people. They go to clubs. And like no one's really there, and then people will get up and leave when they start. Oh my god! Yeah, but the music is so generic. It's like it'd be good music to have as like a background filler in a movie. Uh huh. So you know they're at a heavy metal venue. Yeah, there you go. But but you don't want to be distracted because it's a you, good song. You don't want to hear it too good. Yeah, when you have Inagata Devita by Slayer in uh, Less Than Zero, or Cannibal Corpse and Ace Ventura Pet Detective. That distracts from the movie a little bit. <laughs> right. These guys wouldn't distract from the movie. It's like, no. oh, we know we're in a metal club now. It, it's it, it's the elevator music of heavy metal. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and you know what? And I don't think anybody out there... Have you ever seen them on the Headbangers Ball site? Ever? Nope. Nope. Nobody gives a shit about Anvil. And I'm sure there might be one or two listeners out there that... But remember, these are just opinions... And opinions are like opera. You don't have to listen to it. Because why would you? Wow. <laughs> what the? <laughs> that, it, it, wow. It kind of seemed like he was going in a certain direction and then he brain farted and then just U-turned <laughs> off of a fucking no, cliff. No, he didn't brain fart. His brain completely shit its fucking pants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where to go from that. What the fuck? I don't even know where to fucking go from there. Crayons taste like purple. <laughs> look, I told you guys, I don't know what goes on here. Sometimes I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth until it comes out. It happens. It's like it's like squirrels running around and fucking... One, one, one slipped off the wheel. Dear God. 
I just do, I don't want I don't want to offend the Anvil fan out there. Okay, that's better. Uh, <laughs> the Anvil fan. <laughs> I think Lips might be listening. Oh God. Oh God, dude. If you are, I'm sorry, but man, you suck. You, you should have done something better. You should have got a real. You should have worked the Canadian Tire or something. Uh, I doubt. I doubt they. I, I doubt they care. But boy, if it gets back to them, all the people we've kind of shit on. Yeah, <laughs> we've we've had we've had a few. You know that I can't imagine celebrity beefs. You know, I'm never gonna say something bad about Will Smith though. No, oh, yeah, he'll track us down. Uh, no, only if Jada gives us a side eye. <laughs> only if Jada gives us a side eye. Because Will laughed at the fucking joke until yes, he Jada did. gave him the look. Yep. <laughs> and you know what that joke? You know what that look said from Jada? Uh, if you don't do something about this right now, I'm gonna go fuck somebody else again. <laughs> we've learned a pre- we've we've set a precedent with the Will Smith slap. It's okay to fuck my wife. Just don't make jokes about her losing her hair. There you go. I'll tell you what. I think. Right now, it's like really comedians versus Hollywood. I mean, a lot of comedians are on Chris Rock's side. Oh, yeah. Of course they but, are. But I'll tell you what. I, well, I saw a few good takes on this. Okay. Nobody really gives a shit about award shows. No. Correct. Okay. It's ego stroke. Right. That's why they hire comedians to to do them because it's enter- that's the entertaining part. Yes. Yes. That's why you hire them. I think all the comedians... Should just fucking boycott it and say, you know what? You want this to be a stuffy thing? Get one of your actor friends to do it. Right. Post. See how many viewers you get when you're not being funny. You know what the best thing? You know what the best thing that can happen to award shows is? Hmm. Other than they all just go away. Ricky Gervais should be mandated by Congress to host every fucking award show. Oh, he'd hate that. He'd hate to be mandated. I think he likes oh, to do he it. He roasted everybody when he hosted. Oh, yeah, one. he does. And they keep inviting him back, which is, I think it's like, whew. Well, here's the thing. Will, like you said, Will, uh, Will Smith is an actor. And then fall, you fuck. Chris Rock is a comedian at an award show. You know what's going to happen. Yeah. Somebody's getting roasted. And I may, I may piss some people off with my take on this. Chris Rock made a joke about Jada Smith not, you know, being bald. Yeah. It's alopecia. She's losing her fucking hair. It's not a life-threatening illness. He didn't make an AIDS joke. He didn't make a cancer joke. Bitch, put on a fucking wig. Did, and did he even know that she had this? I don't know. Exactly. But here's also another take. Okay. Now, the guy from Weird Science and The Hills Have Eyes, is, did he have alopecia? I believe so. Okay. So you lose all of your hair. Okay. I believe there's a few stars in England, like the one of Little Britain. Yeah. That has, yeah. They, you, lo- you lose your eyebrows. Eyebrows, everything. Everything, okay? Yes. Now, now, and, and this, I know this is one of probably going to be like, uh, some people are going to be like, oh my God, how can you say that? But this is how. What if... She has just thinning hair, but but thinning hair uh, doesn't garner you any sympathy. Yeah, it's Hollywood. They're known to lie. Well, uh, here's, about things. Here's the thing: she's been wearing wigs for years. Mm-hmm. Okay, she, Jada's been wearing wigs for years. Okay, you wanna you wanna bring awareness to 
alopecia. Yeah. Bitch, use your resources for something a little more fucking worthwhile. Yeah, and the weird part is nobody knew. I swear nobody knew anything about this until afterwards. No, no. Nobody knew. No. You know. I thought she shaved her head. Honestly, I thought she, I honestly, I thought she did too. Like, you know, like the whole Britney Spears did it. Yeah. Uh, Sinead O'Connor. You can name many people out there that have shaved their heads. I think Kira Knightley did it. Yep. Um, the one from Les Mis did it. Yeah. You know, and, and, and all of a sudden it became like untouchable humor. Well, I think what needs to happen is there needs to be uh, a roast of Will Smith hosted well, by. Well, right. No, no. I'll tell you what. Right now, the Academy did. Oh, yeah. They did. San- right. They, they sanctioned him. Yep. Ten years. OK. Now, he resigned from the Academy before that. And. Being not being a part of the academy, he is no longer in consideration for any any academy awards. Yeah, but now the academy has banned him for ten years from any and all events. Right now, is his career going to take a hit because of that? I don't know. Netflix already dropped him from a movie. It's Pro- probably a little bit. It, I'm sure it will, but you know, it'll blow over. Yeah, you know. I feel bad. I honestly feel bad for Will Smith. That man has been completely fucking emasculated by his wife. Yep. Yep. One hundred percent. Did you see the video uh, that mm. she posted to her Instagram? <coughs> um, she basically ambushes him in their house and starts filming him. And he asks her not to film. I asked, please oh. don't film me. You know, talking about this relationship coach. Okay. And shit. It's like, come on. Oh, lady. my God. And um, I forget who was telling me this. I, I think Jesse was telling me about this. Either Jesse or... No, it was Randy yesterday when we were talking about it. Um, Will Smith is basically getting cucked from beyond the grave. Hmm. Because his daughter, okay? His fuck... He's getting cucked from beyond the grave by proxy. Because his daughter is writing letters to Tupac, stating that her mom misses him. Tupac. What? Well, yeah. Honestly, I. Eh. Well, we got that out of our system. Yeah, I'm glad we're done talking about that. Yeah. A but, bit, a bit late on the draw because it did happen a while ago. Yeah. Well, I, it needed a little time to fucking digest, <laughs> ferment. Uh, uh, as the case may be. Yes. Anything else we want to talk about? Nope. I think I think we covered it all. Good Lord. Bless you. Bless you. Oh. Oh, thank you. I take it from a priest. That's right. The, the, the good reverend. The reverend. All right. So that's been 1992. This has been Oh No, Not Them. I'm Eric. I'm Bill. I'm Jim. Later on, motherfuckers. <laughs>